Alright guys, this is Derek Soto. We're going to talk a little bit in shop and today we're going to talk about emails because hey, that's the cornerstone of our businesses, yeah? So the thing is this, right? Um, a lot of people are going to wonder, like, did I get value from that email, right? How, how, do you, how do you know that you got value from an email? Give them a homework assignment. If you give a homework assignment it automatically implies they got value that you've given them something, right? Um, and so teach them something, make the copy short, so no longer than three inches wide, right? And only have like two or three paragraphs and Pack the punch in those, okay? You don't want to have these long books. I've gotten away with long paragraphs and all this other stuff. But people, they look at the email and they assess it. And if they're like, that's going to take me more than a, a minute to read or whatever, they can bounce. And so to make it super simple, um, it's better... To pack that punch quick. And here's an example. If you look at a band called Placebo. Their philosophy is to pack the punch in their lyrics. They write very few. At least some of their songs. They write very few lyrics. But they have a lot of meaning. Right? So they put a lot of thought into the words. I wouldn't just throw together an email. And put 50 links directed to your offer. Because... That just screams of desperation, and you don't need to do that. You can put the content, put a line of stars or asterisks underneath, and then under it, put your, put your would you like help with this, click here. Your subtle little ad for your own thing. It clearly separates the content from the pitch. You should always have the pitch. But you could also have different links beside your pitch. You have the link there. You could also have a link to your... Under that, you could have a link to your different social media accounts, which, you know, if they want to click those, great. It's another way to reach them, yeah? Okay? But you do... When you have your pitch link and then you have your other links to your social media profiles, it's just another way to reach them, okay? Um, but... When you give someone a homework assignment, and that's the point of this podcast right here real quick, is when you give someone a homework assignment after you've taught them something, um, it does a number of things. First of all, you say, email me back, you know, answer these questions. I'm To get you closer to the goal of solving XYZ problem, answer these questions you know, or put a PDF and say, you know, fill this out or just answer these questions here. You can put the questions there or download the PDF and answer the questions and email me back the answers. Okay. And if you email me back the answers, I'm going to send you a special email that nobody else gets. That's going to actually give you um, the next step. Right, or it's going to give you something really cool that you can use in your business, and the only people that get it are the people that take action. It's totally free. The cost of admission is to answer these questions, so you're making engagement, they're interacting, and they can't deny that you've given them 
value because you've taught them to do something or say, do this in your business and then send me a screenshot like, hey, if you haven't made a landing page yet or if you haven't made a one-time offer, make a one-time offer and take a snapshot of it and send it to me or, okay, or make a sales letter and publish it and send me the URL. When I go to that URL, if it's live, I'll go ahead and send you um, this really powerful technique that I use, okay, to increase your conversions. And you can compare it against the sales letter that you sent and see if it checks the boxes, right? Something like that. And um, this way, when you're giving them homework, they're interacting, they feel like they're getting value, um, and all the while you're still doing your daily pitch, you're still giving them links to your other ways that you can reach them as well, um, and it's all non-intrusive, and it's all value, and it's all love, right? It's really cool, okay? Um, and, um, you know, you could have... Um, email the the subject line i mean subject lines could be i can make a million literally millions of podcasts about subject lines okay but the thing is is that there's a lot of noise right now with a lot of hypey subject lines so you're gonna have to learn how to zig when everyone's zagging and it's gonna take some creativity okay if you don't know what to do, just hit a pain point head on, okay? I'm about to show you how to solve XYZ for good. And then name XYZ is the pain point. Bam, right? If you don't know what to say, always hit the pain point. Just It's not worth it to just screw around and use dumb headlines. Um, or you saw someone use a headline... Um, that you opened because out of curiosity, because that's not what it's really about, okay? You're getting down to business. You're getting down to the brass tacks of the situation, okay? And so, you know, or how Katrina solved XYZ, which is their problem, right, that they have, but you're using it. And you're telling, you're telling them the answer through a story. That makes it more interesting. Okay, because it's like, oh, how did, how did Katrina solve it? You know, how my student Katrina solved XYZ. Now it's like having a testimonial without having a testimonial, because sometimes testimonials can hurt you as well. Okay. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people aren't as trusting anymore with testimonies, all this other stuff. But if you give the third-hand account from one of your students and how they solved it, um, or what, what one of my students taught me about how to solve XYZ, and I was blown away, right? So like, that's interesting, too. But it's always about solving that problem, Right. And then you give them that answer, and then you give them a homework assignment that pertains to the answer. The answer should always make them go, aha, mm-hmm, 
you know, you want them to have that paradigm shift with like, oh, that, that, you want them to think, yeah, I can see how that would work, right? And then you challenge them to take action immediately. You see Tony Robbins doing this, take action immediately, do this now. And you can reward that by saying, if you send me a screenshot of you completing this task, I'm going to give you something super cool. I don't give this to anyone. I was thinking about selling it for $1,000, but I'm going to give it to free to any, anybody just on my list who completes this homework assignment today only. So if you send it later, I, I'm not going to send it to you. This has to be done anyway, so you should do it. But if you want to get the free thing, do it today, okay? And you can make sub-lists and little buckets depending on how people behave, right? And um, so this is kind of taking what Frank Kern talked about, the behavior, dynamic behavior or response marketing, whatever it is, but taking it to the next level and really making tiny little buckets of your list of people that that listen to you right so you have a bucket of people that you segment your list in many different kinds of ways of people that these are the people that listen to me when I give them homework assignments right this person did this homework assignment immediately they're an action taker so you've got an action taker list okay um, you've got a segment of your list that takes action. You've got a segment of your list that likes, cares more about this certain topic, like copywriting. You have a, you have a section of the list that cares more about graphics. You have a section of your list that cares more about uh, phone sales or filling their calendar or whatever it is. The better that you can know your subscribers and put them in the correct buckets you can offer them you can offer them exactly what they want okay there's no really other way to do this okay most marketers are too lazy they they just send a blast to everyone in their email offering the same thing but everyone's not the same and so the name of the game is this. So, um, you know, Dan Kennedy said, whoever can spend the most to acquire a customer wins. And I would add to that is that whoever's willing to do the most work to categorize their, their prospects will win as well. Okay? Will win with less. Okay? Because you won't have to spend so much to acquire a customer if you handle that customer more personally, right? So this is about more conversion than acquisition. Customer acquisition is the most expensive. But, you know, conversion is free. And taking the time and care just takes the sweat equity to do it at first. But it's so worth it and so much more profitable because if you're sending an email about copy, you're only sending it to people that have indicated that they care about that, right? You're not going to blast your email. I, I would say that it should be very rare that you email your entire list anything, 
okay? But instead, segment your list in as many micro little buckets as you can. And then you can just pick the different groupings to all, you know, whatever offer you have that it would apply to or whatever kind of free piece of content might interest this bucket of people. And then, so you could be sending multiple different emails every day, depending, geared toward the different buckets that you have. So you might be sending a copywriting tip to your copywriting people. You might be sending, you know, uh, a, cust uh, um, a conversion rate optimization tip to your CRO people, right? Um, but at the end of the day, like segmenting your list, that's built in there for a reason, guys, okay? And so by doing that and sending multiple emails to the, to the different buckets of people that have different interests, it's like you're reading their mind and you're giving them exactly what they want, what they're looking for, okay? And you can always do a double check and always send surveys out and say, hey, what are you most interested in? And give them a list of topics and, you know, let them choose one, you know, or let them choose several. And that way you can know like, okay, this person can go into these three buckets because they chose that they're interested in all three of these things. But you can even drill deeper and ask them multiple questions, okay, and really find out what they're truly interested in, okay, and then put them in those buckets, okay? But at the end of the day, guys, like segmenting your list and becoming a master at that of segmenting your list correctly, you're going to crush it. And it's much easier to write to a segment than it is to write to your whole audience because you won't have to write so broad. Remember we talked about in marketing, like the broader, why do we niche down when we decide who to sell to? Because when it's too broad, you can't really grab them by the throat with their pain point. Because if someone has a pain point with copywriting and another one has a pain point with, you know, with, you know, talking to someone on the phone, I mean, how do you reach both of those people with the same headline? You know what I mean? It, it dilutes it. So you really need to have a lot of buckets and really utilize and master the segmentation feature um, or get a software that has se beautiful segmentation options and master those. Okay? And... Um, and then you'll be able to write very hard-hitting messages because you'll be, it's like a silver bullet for each of the different buckets that people put themselves in via surveys and multiple questions and all this other stuff when they raise their hand for certain things or if they buy certain things or whatever it is, however you get them in the bucket, okay? Previous buyers, too, don't just put them all in one bucket. What did they buy? Very important, okay? So make sure that you have multiple buckets for buyers as well, okay? And then you can find out, you know, 
if they want more of that thing, did it solve their problem, or do they want more help with it, higher level help with it, or do they want something that, that it complements the thing they bought, okay? You certainly don't want to send them an offer to buy something, and a lot of email marketers do this too because they're lazy, is they'll send the same offer to someone that already bought it. What are you doing? Okay, that's just pure laziness. So if you care about your business at all, master the segmentation, guys. All right, so we've talked about some super ninja, should be obvious, email stuff. But I hope this helps. We'll talk soon, and God bless.